Welcome to the Daily Word from the Fountain, heard weekdays at 4 p.m. on Life Radio WIFI. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. This is a, I've been in the ministry for years, and I've been all over the world and preached the gospel and seen the church grow into the thousands, and people were calling me to preach, and I said no, and I took a job at a, at a, at a golf course a resort selling little building lots, and I sucked at that. Ooh, did I say suck? Um, I only sold one lot the whole time, and, and, and I was angry, and I, I was so angry, and I had evil thoughts, and uh, here I was, a preacher. I'm, what I'm telling you is that stuff can happen in your life that can get you really angry, angry at people, angry at God. So how are you going to get out of it? How do you get out of that funk of being so angry to, 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 to where you, you, you don't want to go to church and all you want to do is get even? And, uh, and I, I learned and God show, told me, showed me and it was through forgiveness that God would heal me. I said it was through forgiveness that God would heal me. And, and you know what? We were, then finally we thought, you know what? Let's send our resume. It's, we, we've, been out, we've been out here too long. And, and nobody, nobody called us. And, and nobody seemed to want to hire us or, or bring us. And, and so the money was running out. And I, no doors were opening for me. You know why no doors were opening for me? Because I was angry. And I wasn't ready to preach to anybody until God healed my bleeding wounded heart. And then I was up on the, then I was up and we lived in Pennsylvania and we had a finished attic upstairs and I was up on my attic floor one night reading the book of Job. <laughs> you ever notice when you're in a terrible funk you just want to read Job? <laughs> Anybody ever know when you're hurting real bad and you feel like you lost everything? Let me just read Job because misery loves company, right? So here I am, I'm just going to read Job because if he went through all this, I'm just going to read Job. That's all I want to know. You, you, has anybody ever here ever been in a horrible place and you read Job too? I came to the right. See, see, that's what happens. I'm up there reading the book of Job and, 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 and you know how it is. Oh, did you remember that Job had three friends that visited him? And, and you remember that, now here Job is, he lost everything. He went from being the richest man in the land to being bankrupt in one day. The winds came, the barns collapsed, the animals died, and another wind came, and all of his sons and daughters, seven of them, died in one day when the roof collapsed. I don't know if anyone here has ever lost a child. We lost a grandchild the day before her eighth birthday, and we know the pain that causes. But to lose seven children die in one day can you imagine his heart? And his three friends came, and his wife, she was Looney Tunes. <laughs> you don't want to be married to a crazy woman. Uh, <laughs> here Job is, he's got boils all over his body. He's sitting in an ash heap, and he itches everywhere because of the boils, and he's scraping himself with a piece of broken clay, and his nut job wife, just so this don't get too heavy. Says, why don't you curse God and die? And there he is alone. His friends visit him. And you know what they basically said? You must have committed some bad sins 
to be in this mess and you must have done something terribly wrong, Job, or God wouldn't be punishing you like this. How many think that he was probably pretty hot-fired angry at his friends? I remember standing at the casket of our little granddaughter and if somebody would have come up to me and said, because of your mistakes, that's why she's dead, I might have lost it, Larry. I I don't know, (laughs) I don't know. But his friends came and blamed him for all of his problems. Let me take you to the end of the story. And I never planned on sharing this today. But I shared it in the first service and I'm sharing it now. Because somebody might need to hear it. And I was reading and I got all the way to the end of Job and I'm all ready for the good part. You know what the good part is? And God restored Job's fortunes and he gave him twice as much as he had in the beginning And that's where people stop. God restored Job's fortunes, gave him twice as much as he had in the beginning when he prayed for his friends. When he prayed for his friends that he was angry at. When he prayed for his friends, he was angry because they were blaming him for his dead children. They were blaming him for his loss of fortune. They said, God must be judging you. Job had to be angry with them. But God did not restore anything until he prayed for his friends. And I, I, and I, and a, I got a revelation. And I took my Bible and I ran down the steps. And I showed Luann because I was an angry man. A preacher, anointed, ordained minister, church planter. And I was sitting up there working a secular job, didn't want, oh, I love God, I just hated church folk. I did feel hate. Embarrassed to tell you that. And God gave me a revelation. And right, I said, here's my answer. Because nobody called me. Nobody wanted me to go minister to their church. Nobody was interviewing me. And I said, oh, that's that's the answer for my anger and for my future to forgive those who have falsely accused me. And right there, it began to set me free. I gotta tell you, I'd lose my temper so fast. Why, why? Steve, I was living at 210 degrees all the time. I said I was living at 210 degrees. And when the heat come, I would lose my temper. Because And some of you are living at 210 degrees because there's somebody that rejected you, somebody that hurt you, somebody that abused you, somebody that falsely accused you, and and you're always angry at them. They rejected you. You're dealing with pain from what happened in your life. And and I gotta tell you, counseling isn't gonna heal you. And another prescription isn't gonna heal you. And a therapist isn't gonna heal you. The gospel only will heal you. And so I says, and I began to call them by name. And I won't say their names now because too many people hear the podcast. I began to call them by name. And I got to tell you, I felt my temperature go down. I said, my temperature went down. And so I got called. It wasn't long after that that I went to White Plains, New York. God began to open doors because he was, he. you know what I had to remember in my anger? That God was angry with me, but he turned his away. When you're so angry you could spit, remember something. God was angry at you, but he turned his anger away. Not by anything you did, but by something his son did on the cross. 
And not just something, he did what changed the whole world. When you get, when I had to remember, when you get, and hear this because it's priceless what I'm sharing with you today. Because some of you are going around and you're always at 210 degrees and I'm a little bit over time, but you better hear what I'm saying today. And you're always blowing up on your wife or blowing up on your husband or taking it out on the kids because somebody sexually abused you, because somebody rejected you, because somebody hurt you, because they talked smack about you and everybody could hear it in the room when they told you what you did. and you hate him for it, and you're good. you just can't function. You feel like you're always in a funk. But God sent you here today to show you that he can heal you of the giant of anger in your life. How? He was angry with you. Remember this. His anger was turned away when you put your faith in Jesus. He did it through the peace he brought by the cross. And now he calls you to forgive, to do what has been given to you. And, and you know what it's time for? Oh, I know you don't want to hear this. It's time to forgive that person that sexually abused you or that raped you. Time to forgive the person who cheated on you and you thought your marriage was going to last forever, but they cheated on you and you hate them for it and you hate the person who stole your spouse. And somebody got the promotion and they only got it because they slept their way to the bottom. And you were overlooked. And like Eliab, you should have got picked. And you deserved it more. And they poured the oil on some kid. And you're living with anger. And it's time today to forgive. It's time to let it go. And not by any super hyped up motivational speech. It's just I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. And Father, I forgive blank. Through you, Jesus. It's time to forgive. It's time to forgive today. And I promise you, when you begin to forgive, it will lower the temperature of your life. So here I am, end of the story. I'm pastoring in White Plains, New York. And the person that started all this came to visit me. And I would have forgiven him when I lay on the floor in my attic in Pennsylvania. Because that's when God, God didn't open one door for me until I began to forgive. And I, uh, I don't like to tell the story because I don't like to admit that I was so angry and could lose my temper so easy and had such evil thoughts. And I'm a child of God. But I had to face that giant. And, uh, and when I forgave is when God started opening doors. Some of you are waiting on open doors. You're waiting on prosperity. You're waiting for something. And it may not come until you let go. Because my breakthrough didn't come until I forgave. And then that man came to me. He called and made an appointment to come and see me. The one that was the... He sat on my board for God's sake. And when the rest of my board wanted to stand with me, He kept sowing seeds of doubt and it just made our life hell. Until we just, I just couldn't take it no more. And whether I made the right choice or wrong choice, I'll never know until I get to heaven. But but I walked away. I wish I could say I never quit anything in my life, but I did, I quit. We walked away. But God gave us a breakthrough and here we are and he came to visit me. And he sat across my desk and he said, Pastor, I beg your forgiveness for what I did to you. And there he was, 
I dreamed about hurting him, <laughs> getting back, getting even. And I forgave him when I was in my attic floor in the Poconos. But it's one thing to forgive somebody when you're not looking at them, and it's another thing when they're looking across the desk at you. And I felt like God put me to the test that day. And, I, and another reason, I don't want to sound like the hero of the story because I'm not. It's what Jesus did in me that was able to flow through me. And, uh, and I said, I forgive you, brother. And he probably asked me three, four times until I said, you don't have to ask me anymore. And he got up to leave. And I shook his hand. And he headed for the door. And I felt like God put me to one more test. And I said, Richie, come back. And, uh, and I put my hands on his face. I know you're not going to like this. But, and I put my hands on his face like this. And I, I leaned over and I kissed him on the cheek. I'm not going to kiss you. put my hands on him and I blessed him in the name of the Lord that day I kissed him on his cheek and, uh, and I felt my temperature go down further you hear me what I'm saying I felt it go down further and then he became an ordained minister and they invited me to come back to the party afterward after the service and I felt God put me to the test again and I went to the party and he wanted a photo with me, and we took photos. Today, I love that, brother. It's what Jesus did in me that I had to let flow through me. And when I was angry, I had to remember three things. God was angry with me in my sin, but he turned his anger away. I have to remember that Jesus brought me peace through his shed blood on the cross and forgave me. And now, what he did for me, he's asking me to do what he did for me. And today, I remember that when I forgave, the giant of anger stopped talking. And not only did he stop talking, he fell. And he's never rising again. Let's stand together. My challenge to you today is what kind of life do you want to have? We, we got we to wrap it up. I, I didn't plan on telling the story. It never crossed my mind until this morning. And I just, and I just think somebody's here today that your, house, your heart's on fire. And because your heart's on fire, your whole house is on fire. And the giant of anger seems to be winning in your life. And I just want to ask you, what kind of life do you want to have? You want a life that's bound by anger or do you want a life that's free? You can't change what someone did or didn't do. You can't change life circumstance. You can't restart the clock. But I beg you, don't go to bed tonight without dealing with the anger that's in your heart. And today I invite fathers, I invite mothers, everyone who's come today, come to the cross of Jesus where God's anger was turned away and where he'll heal you of yours. I said, come to the cross where God's anger is turned away and where he will heal you of yours. And the peace of God will permeate your heart and your home. Perhaps it's time to open yourself up to God and let him heal. Let him into the areas of your heart that are hurting 
and let him heal you everywhere you hurt. We hope you enjoyed the daily word from the fountain. The Fountain of Life is located at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either of our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. On behalf of Pastor Russ, thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.